Owning Juices for Life is not easy, and I always tell people one of the main things that makes running a brick-and-mortar business so difficult is finding the right employees. Well, thank goodness for ZipRecruiter. They make it so much easier. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. For example, we need people with a food handler's license. ZipRecruiter will analyze each one of the applications that comes in and spotlight the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 50% righteousness. Yo, Angela Yee, I love you. 50% righteousness. Other ratchets to sit down. Like 95% righteousness. This is becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Piss and People. Alone. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Can we hear her now? No, we can't. Charlamagne the guy, what's up, man? Peace to the planet. It is Monday. Sorry, it's Monday. Yes, we're having technical difficulties this morning. Like we're the BET Awards right now. Angela, my goodness, you can't hear her. She's on the microphone. No, we can't hear her. Say I'm out with Kissimmee. I hear Angela Fry. No, can't hear her. But we I'm sitting right by her, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that might work. Well, I'm out in Kissimmee, Florida. Um, I'm actually out here on, on vacation with the kids. Uh, we're doing everything. Over the weekend, we did uh, the Disney parks. We did Epcot. We did Animal Kingdom. We're doing uh, Top Golf. We did um, the Andretti uh, Racing. We're doing everything with the kids. I'm here for the next couple of days. I'm out here enjoying the sun. They got a nice vacation home for us. So we're just enjoying it out here. Got the whole family out here. I ain't going to lie. After doing Disney and after doing Kissimmee, Florida, you need a vacation after that vacation. Cause I was oh, yeah. Um, parents parents need a vacation from the family vacation once they go to Disney. That is a fact. Absolutely. I've, I've you're in it. L.A. You did the BET Award thing. Yeah, me, me and Angelia here in L.A. Um, I did the BET after party, which is the post-show after the BET Awards. Me and uh, Tammy Roman. Drop on the clues bonds for Tammy Roman. And uh, Jess Hilarious. We was we was hosting okay. that. So I, I haven't had any sleep because after I left there... So what you think of the BET? I didn't see the BET Awards. You came straight to was, work. You didn't see the award show at all? No, I saw like bits and pieces of it when I was backstage uh, you know, getting ready to do the post-show. So I saw bits and pieces of it. I can say that um, I loved J-Rock in the beginning. I did see that b- before I left the hotel. J-Rock definitely finally got the respect that he deserves. Like, I feel like J-Rock is one of those people who uh, the streets don't appreciate like they should. So the fact that he got to right. open up the BET Awards, that was really dope. And Meek Mill absolutely killed it. I feel like nobody used 
their platform better than Meek Mill last night. And I I tweeted that yesterday, and then everybody started jumping on me saying, but what about J. Cole? What about Janelle Monet? I didn't see J. Cole and Janelle Monet. (laughs) I saw saw Meek Mill. And you know what else I liked about Meek Mill's performance? You remember back in the day when the diplomats had uh, bought Harlem on stage at the Source Awards? You know what I remember that? They had, like, everything looking yeah, yeah, like it was Harlem. That's what Meek Mill did last night. Yep. He had everything looking like it was Philly, and that was dope. And he, he premiered a new song called Woke featuring Miguel. And you know I love Miguel. And so that was dope to see. Yeah, we're going to get that song on early this morning as well. Yeah, I thought I didn't see much of the awards because, like I said, I was at Disney last night uh, at the light show that ended about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So I did get a chance to see Meek. I thought Meek killed it. Um, you know who I seen all over the award show? I don't know what they was doing, but it seemed like they were performing. They were hosting Safari. It seemed like Safari was getting his work in all weekend long. Did anybody I else think see Safari? Safari? Safari did host the pre-show. He was uh, it was him, Terrence mm-hmm. J, Cassie, and somebody else. I think he did host the pre-show. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure yep. he did. All right. Well, coming up, we got front page news. We'll tell you about this lady that called uh, the cops on an eight year old. We're not going to tell y'all nothing. We're not going to tell y'all nothing if Angela don't get her mic fixed. But we're going to try to figure it out. So we're going to get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. And you guys can hear me. Yes, we can hear you now. All right. And I just want to, since I missed the first break, I was sitting here. I wanted to talk very badly. But yes, I did watch the whole BET Awards. That's all. All right. What's up with all these lapses today, man? All of y'all sound like Kathy last night at the pre-show now. What's up with all these lapses? <laughs> no, I did okay? not see the pre-show. I need everybody to get focused right <laughs> I went now. to the actual right? show, so I guess I was in a route. Everybody get person. focused. Okay, you ready? Go. I think there's a delay. Oh, my God. This is so bad. You got to do front page news. What, what's going on here? Oh, you're waiting on Yee. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay I didn't so know what Kathy in this situation. What story right. are we telling? I was just... Pretty much... What are you starting with, Envy? The eight-year-old, the eight-year-old trying to sell water to get to <laughs> Disney, and they're calling the police on her. Yes, it was an eight-year-old girl who was selling bottled water, and ice cold water, two dollars. She was yelling to people that were passing by. This was in San Francisco, and she was trying to get to Disney World. Now, a woman actually ended up calling the police on her. Uh, she said that the girl and her mom had been making noise for several hours. So she was trying to work, she said, from home and lost her temper. And that's why she called the police. So uh, now people, of course, the whole thing went viral. They did the hashtag permit Patty. And after all of that happened, uh, people stopped doing business with her. One company, Magnolia, said they'll no longer be selling her treat well tinctures. And that's because uh, of the video of her go- calling the police on an eight-year-old girl going viral. So a lot of people were just saying, you know, the young girl was being an entrepreneur. She was trying to get to Disney World. And this woman actually called the police on somebody who wasn't even doing anything or breaking the law. And now she says that she feels terrible about everything. She feels horrible and she feels heart-wrenched. I truly believe that energy is uh, never lost or destroyed. just merely transferred from one party to the next. That's what Sir Isaac Newton said. And I think that people like her are just miserable human beings. And whenever something goes absolutely. wrong in their life, they just want to pass it on to somebody else. Because there's absolutely no reason to call the police on an eight-year-old girl out there selling water. Uh, for selling water? Didn't we? Didn't Not people grow up? I, I never saw this in my, my real life, but didn't people have lemonade stands and stuff like that when yeah. they was young? Supposedly. They did it. You know what in I'm my saying? neighborhood now, they, they, sell, they sell lemonade now. I, I didn't do it as a kid. We sold candy bars, but yeah, absolutely. These kids sell lemonade. There's no permits. You give the kid a dollar, keep it moving. Let them get what they're trying to what buy. About all, what about the homeless people you see like when you be driving and it be hot and they walk up to your car selling bottles of water? You gonna call the police on them? You know what I'm saying? 
Right, and then you see the right. kids that are like selling candy to uh, raise money to buy uniforms to school and things like that. Like, yeah, kids yeah, make yeah. a little money. You yeah. don't got to pay for it if, if you, you really, don't want it. If you really want to call Absolutely. the police on somebody, drive through the hood and call the police on people selling crack. But she'll never do There you that. go. Now let's right, talk now, about what happened in the Bronx now. Yeah. Yes, this was another story that went viral. I'm sure you guys all saw this horrible story. A 15-year-old was dragged out of a, a bodega in the Bronx and butchered on the street. They're saying that attackers may have mistook Lissandro Guzman Feliz for a person in a sex video that was posted online. It was featuring a relative of one of his attackers, according to two high-ranking police sources. He was dragged out. Uh, did you guys see this out of the grocery Absolutely store? Absolutely not. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't even know why people keep it. sending me that video, and then I keep seeing people saying things like, "Oh, this video was so hard to watch," and they'd be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to watch this video, but I feel like I need to." No, you don't. His five attackers uh, uh, had a, a machete, and they started punching him <laughs> over and over again and butchering him. And his mom said, of course, that he was a sweet kid. They said he was actually enrolled in the NYPD Explorers Program, which is a program for youth age 14 to 20 who are interested in a career in law enforcement. So five people were arrested in that brutal slaying of that young man, Lissandro Guzman Feliz. And according to the gang leader, he said he's sorry for what happened. They Mm. actually ended up killing the wrong person as well. That's not one of those ones where you can say my bad, bro. Like, this is not a fast food restaurant and you got my order wrong. You can't just tell me my bad on this one. He said, I know it doesn't mean a lot. It wasn't supposed to be him. Man, shut up. Like, please, hush. You know, it's sad and it's difficult. You know, I got a 14-year-old boy and, you know, and it could have been him. I mean, it could have been a mistaken identity. He could have been at his grandparents' house going to the store and this thing has happened. This is very scary. There's, there was, there's no way to avoid that. Like, the kid was minding his business. He went to the bodega and they dragged him out, which is so sad. Yeah, they mistook so him sad. for a similar-looking uh, person. <sighs> and why didn't they just... Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm sad that the brother died, but why did they? Why didn't they just jump him? Like, why they had to hit him with machetes and all kind of crazy stuff like that? Like, what was the point of that? It's five. It's five on story. one already. Like, you don't have to hit the brother with yeah. a machete. Like, for what? Nah, I don't know. And I'm gonna tell you another it's thing. So That's another sad, reason. If if, if if people trying to jump you, you know, if you can get away, get away. If you can haul ass, haul ass. Because of idiots like that who may just pull out a knife or something and stab you for no reason, as if jumping you isn't enough. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So sad. And condolences, and definitely we send our prayers to the family, man. That That, that is such a sad story. What a terrible Kinda, way to see a child. It's been on my heart the whole weekend. And die. They, Awful. They, Disgusting. Uh, they arrested all five guys, right? Yeah, they got arrested, and the yeah. gang leader said sorry, and that all those people are kicked out of the gang now. Boy, Florida and the Bronx, but I keep telling y'all, what did Young Kashala keep telling y'all? The mm-hmm. craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and they reigned supreme this week. They did not let us down this week my when it came to the crazy. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, 800-585-1051. Did you see the BET Awards last night? Let's talk about it. Let's open up the phone lines. What did you think? 800-585-1051. I only seen a couple of performances because I was out at Disney. Uh, Charlemagne was backstage. He didn't see much. He seen the whole thing. So we'll talk about it when we yes. come back again. Put me 800-585-1051. On the game. What did you think about the BET Awards? Did you love it? What performances did you love? What performances were eh? Call us now. And, and I was shocked to hear everybody say that the BET Awards was kind of weak this year because I, they usually put on a great job. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 800-585-1051. We're talking the BET Awards last night. Hello, who's this? Did you see it? Oh, heck yeah, I sure did, man. I saw all the way from the slap from Nipsey Hussle all the way to the 
I mean, the slap, the slap, I mean, from Nipsey, slap was... the slap from Nipsey Hussle wasn't part of the award show, but it was amazing. I actually saw Nipsey Hussle it last night, and, and I asked him what happened. What did he say? Aside from what we saw, I guess the guy called him sexy or something like that. Man, shut up. Shut up, Stop you. it, man. You're just making stuff up. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> Ain't no man call that man sexy. It looked like they was having a dispute <laughs> over... Uh, About a parking the, situation. The parking, the parking thing. situation. Yeah, and, and I will say that whoever that guy was, he caused that on himself because he knocked... Yeah, when a, he did that, I was like, okay, now. He got aggressive first. Yes. And physical. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I respect yeah. the slap because Nipsey did it in slides and socks. Hey, what did you think of the BET Awards? Unfortunately, I thought it was corny this year. I think it, you know, I mm. normally look forward to watching it. But it, to me, it, it became more of like more performances than actually giving out awards. Because live on TV, you didn't, get, you didn't get a chance to see that Cardi B won the... What is it, the hip-hop The award? People's like, Choice. No, nah, she won the People's Choice. They showed that. They, uh, they didn't show her win Best Female Hip-Hop Artist. Right, and everybody looks forward to seeing that because Nicki Minaj won for, right. like, so many years, then Remy won, and then they didn't even get a chance to show that. Like you know, And I know I, Cardi I, really, really wanted that to be televised as well, obviously winning such a big award for her. Well, she couldn't be there. She right. wasn't there no way, though, because she about to have her baby, so. Mm-hmm. But still, you still let it be known. Like, <laughs> I, what, what performance, what performance did you think was the best? Honestly, I don't, mm, I don't know. I, to me, like I said, I don't think that it was really good this year. I like Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae is always Nicki dope. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj did, did good. I mean, that's her norm. But to me, like, I felt like it was more about performances than actually giving out awards. If it's an award show, you give out awards. You didn't like so, Meek Mill's okay. performance or the Anita Baker tribute? Anita Baker tribute was dope. You know, it was dope. But the problem I had with it, because every year when they do the Lifetime Achievement Award, they normally sing. She didn't sing. No, she didn't sing. But they had Yolanda Adams, Let Us See, and uh, I mean, the great Marsha Ambrosius. They all, they all did. They all did great. But you want to see the Lifetime Achievement Award uh, person sing as well? Anita you know, might have been tired, man. Anita's sixty years old. She been singing forever. She might have been tired. Man. And she also said that she had uh, Stephen Hill, who was formerly in, in the head of BET, had been trying to get her to do that award for years, and finally she agreed because she doesn't even like getting awards. Hmm. I met Anita last night, okay, man. I had gas when I met her, too. I had gas when I met her. And, like, so I was clenching my cheeks because I don't fart in my clothes. And I didn't want to embarrass, you know, embarrass myself in front of her. And yeah, I didn't want to embarrass the culture. Look kinda, yeah, definitely looks like you was clenching your butt cheeks, bro. I was gassy. I could tell. 800-585-1051. What did you think of the BET Awards? Call us up right now. We're talking about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That's right. Morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club taking your calls on the BET Awards. 800-585-1051. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Chris G. from Houston, Texas. How's it going, Breakfast Club? What's What's up, up? bro? What do you think of the BET Awards? Hey, man, the BET Awards, I was not impressed. Uh, Yolanda Adams is the only one that actually saved the entire show last night. Uh, We got to get out there and support our own. The energy wasn't there, man, and... Uh, I wasn't impressed this year. I do agree that people, more people got to go out and support the BET Awards. We complain all the time about certain award shows uh, not giving us our, our just due. And then some, something like the BET Awards, a lot of people don't go out and support. A lot of the big artists don't come out and show up for it. They who don't want to perform for it. I'm trying to figure out who wasn't there last night. It seemed like everybody who had a great year was yeah, pretty much like there. I mean, people there. like Drake, Jay-Z, Beyonce, you know, some of the well, huge Jay-Z artists. Well, Jay-Z and Beyonce on tour. Drake yep. is finishing up an album. Yep. Okay. I mean, so I a lot of people finish an album. 
But yeah, I do think that a lot of people, you know, don't really support like the way that they should. I thought Jamie Foxx had his good hairline on last night, though. Whatever, 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 whatever artist he got to draw his hairline on now oh, is doing a stupid. great job. He made a yeah, he made a good hairline joke as well. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see it. It was it was good though. It looked real good. Hello, who's this? This is Cam calling from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Cam, what's up, brother? What you think of the BET Awards? Oh, shoot, man. I thought it was pretty good, man. Uh, the pre-show was crazy, though, man. When uh, I guess it was police trying to run Terrence J off the red carpet. when he was I in saw the that. I yeah, saw that. Yeah, that was crazy. Man, but, uh, what happened now? That, the police bum-rushed the pre-show. It was uh, Terrence J and... <laughs> Uh, Cassie, I don't know what was going on. They just, I don't, I don't yeah, know if they, they were saying something about fire marshals or something. Yeah, the fire marshal shut down the red carpet. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. always something. Yeah, That's the best man, thing you throw the BT awards, huh? Salute to Terrence yeah, J. Terrence J. Terrence J. is great on live TV, though. He rolls with the punches. And shout out to her and Daniel Caesar. I love their performance because that's my song, the best part. And I love both of them as artists. I enjoy seeing them. I enjoy seeing Miguel Miguel perform. Of course, Meek Mill. I thought had the best performance of the night. I think Meek Mill and Miguel had the best performance of the night too. Personally, but I only you ain't even see the whole show. How can you I say know. that? How could you say that? Because just visually watching it on show. visually watching it on television, that was a great set. I like <laughs> good sets, here. man. I'm serious. I like production. Like people don't do production in their shows no more. And Meek Mill's set reminded me of back in the day when the Dipset was at the Sauce Awards and they brought Harlem on the stage. That was dope. I didn't see nobody you only else's see performance, the one performance pop like that. No, I didn't only see one. You only one. see one performance. That's not, no, I didn't and only I, see I one. And I did, the only performance I did miss was J. Cole, because he opened up the show, and I hadn't gotten there yet. I didn't see Cole. I saw J-Rock them open the show. Mm-hmm. I saw J-Rock and, uh... I missed that, too. He, he opened the show with Wynn. I didn't see J. Cole. I saw Meek Mill. I saw the Anita Baker performance. I saw her. I saw, uh, LMA. LMA bodied it, too. Mm-hmm. Boot up. Mm-hmm. But production-wise, Meek Mill killed everybody. All right, well... 800-585-1051. We're talking about the BET Awards. Now, coming up next, we got your rumor report. You, what are we talking about? Well, since we're doing the BET Awards, let's go through the winners. I'll tell you who won uh, some of the big awards of the night, and we'll talk about some of Jamie Foxx's moments from the BET Awards. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk the BET Awards. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, let's talk about the winners for the night. Best male R&B pop artist was uh, Bruno Mars. Best group award went to The Migos. Video of the year was mm-hmm. Drake with God's Plan for Best Female Hip Hop Artist Award. That went to Cardi B. She also actually got the Coca-Cola's Viewer's Choice Award. That's the one award that the viewers actually get to vote for. That's a very important award because that's an award voted on by the people. So drop one of Clues Bombs for Cardi right. B. Body B for winning that. Best Male Hip Hop Artist mm-hmm. went to Kendrick. And um, Video Director of the Year was Ava DuVernay. Best New Artist Award went to SZA. And Album of the Year Award went to Kendrick Lamar. So those are just some of the big awards from last night. Congratulations to everybody that came out. I don't uh, even know who directs one. videos anymore. Mm-hmm. I know Ava did the the video from, I think she did Family Feud, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't even, yeah, I don't even know who directs videos anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm not and mad a lot of artists awards, are starting to direct their own videos as well. Well, I guess they've always done that, but a lot more people have been. All right, now Meek mm-hmm. Mill finally debuted some new music. He debuted a song during the BET Awards last night, and the song is called Stay Woke, and it featured Miguel. Now, if you guys had a chance to see it, it is a whole scene in Philly. It's like a a street in Philly. Kids are playing jump rope, uh, and then the police come, and they just start harassing people, arresting people, dragging people out, and then a young girl gets shot and killed. 
at which point a police officer comes and lays the American flag on her. They said that was controversial because I guess there's something where the flag's not supposed to touch the floor. So I know beforehand there was a lot of controversy over that. Also, the use of the guns, the realistic-looking guns, even though they're not real. Oh, please. People are really getting not killed out here in these streets by police officers with real guns. So knock it off. If Meek Mill wants to do a stage play about it, he can do a stage play about it. And then uh, they also portrayed uh, a lot of men behind bars by the end of the video scene. Much well, more people in jail for real than was on that stage playing, pretending to be in jail last night. Well, here's Stop. a little snippet of Stay Woke in case you didn't have a chance to hear or see the awards yet. How can I pledge allegiance to the flag when they killing all our sons, all our dads? I come from a place where you kill your own brother, you could brag. Like he got bodies, but that's a fab. No, that's a fact. You screaming out at your corner, that's a trap. Screaming out at your homie, that's a wreck. Catch a case with him, Betty Crack. The eyes against you and they double stack. Stay woke. All right, I love the fact that he did that. Kevin Hart um, brought him out along with Questlove and Black Thought, too. So. And, and don't forget the sassy Lil Uzi savage. Little Uzi Vert. Philly <laughs> was representing. And then some other tall Philadelphian. I don't know who that was, though. I thought it was Ben Simmons, but I'm like, Ben Simmons ain't really from Philly. He just played for them, so I don't know who that was. All right, now Jamie Foxx was hosting the awards last night, and he actually went off script to bring Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, on the stage. That was awkward. And here's what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. All we need is one line. Uh, we just want to party. Party just for you. We just want the money. Party just for you. I know you want to have it. Party just for me. Girl, you got me dancing. Lady Liberty. It was a lot of those little moments that happened last night. I, I couldn't tell if, like, the teleprompter went out and Jamie Foxx was just trying to stall for time or what. But he did that when he brought Michael B. Jordan up to say the last line in Black Panther, the whole bury me in yeah, the that ocean. Was, it was all odd. Yeah, it was odd. I, it seemed like it was off. I don't know what the hell was going on last night at the BET Awards. Nothing anybody, seemed like it was supposed to be. Anybody Donald Glover on to do a little shimmy? You know what I'm saying? The only thing that seemed, the only thing that seemed right last night was Jamie Foxx's hairline. That's it. Right, and he made jokes about his own hairline. Uh, it was amazing last night. About himself as well. So uh, another thing that happened last night was Anita Baker got the Lifetime Achievement Award. They said they had pl been trying to do this for years. And she said since Stephen Hill was there, he was trying to give her the award a few different times and never actually panned out. And this time it finally did. So she, she did acknowledge Stephen Hill, who used to be at BET. And here is part mm -hmm. of what Anita Baker had to say when accepting that award. And all I would ask is that the music be allowed to play that singers are allowed to sing and rappers are allowed to rap and poets are allowed to rhyme. And I would ask that the powers that be in the music industry and that all of you who are part of the music industry, that we would just bring more of what we see here tonight. Just a little bit. Okay, in addition, Marsha Ambrosius, Lettucey, and Yolanda Adams did the tribute for Anita Baker. She didn't perform herself, but... I had somebody tell me last night they don't like Yolanda Adams. Why? <laughs> it was just so Who could random. Not like That's what Adams. I said. I'm like, why you don't like Yolanda Adams? That's like somebody walking who up said to you... It, I'm not saying. But that's like somebody walking up to you with a Jesus pamphlet, <laughs> and you take the Jesus pamphlet, and you throw it in the trash. Like, you can't say you don't like Yolanda Adams. Yeah, that's a weird Not thing. at all. What does she do? 
All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is some of your highlights from the BET Awards that went down last night. And that's also your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Yee, for that rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, yes, we'll be talking about hashtag permit Patty. We'll tell you who just called the cops on an eight-year-old young girl just selling bottled water. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, let's talk about this young girl who was uh, just trying to sell some water to go to Disneyland, and somebody called the police? Yes, an eight-year-old girl was trying to sell water to raise money for that trip so the family could make it to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, if a young eight-year-old Jordan could actually help raise the money. Now, what ended up happening was Allison Attell called the police. This was in San Francisco, uh, and I guess she had an issue with them making noise and the young girl, you know, selling water outside. She said she was trying to do work and she couldn't concentrate, I guess. So they did the hashtag permit Patty, and she spent the weekend trending on Twitter. Uh, just for actually harassing an eight-year-old girl who wasn't doing anything but being an entrepreneur. How much noise can a young girl selling water make? Like, other than saying, hey, come get some water. I have no, no idea. More, no, not at all. And the crazy thing is, Charlamagne, you live in the suburbs, so how many times do you drive home and see these kids selling lemonade and selling water and selling fruit punch and Kool-Aid? I see it all the time. Nobody calls uh, the police on them. I see it zero amount of times. I only see that on movies and television. Right now, since then, no, Allison Attell says ever. she's been getting all kinds of death threats and people harassing her. She's actually lost a business. She owns this business where they sell cannabis products to dogs. And she, a lot of places have now said they'll no longer carry those products. How can an entrepreneur not respect another entrepreneur? What's your problem, Madam Miracle Whip? <laughs> uh, she's acting like she didn't do anything wrong. Now, here's what actually happened when she decided she wanted to call the police. This woman don't want to let a little girl sell some water. She calling the police on an eight-year-old little girl. You can hide all you want. The whole world going to see you, boo. Yeah, and um, illegally selling water without a permit? Yeah. On my property. It's not your property. She wanted to go out there and sell mayonnaise mm-hmm. sandwiches. That's what that's what Madam Miracle Whip wanted to do. All right, well, on Shut the up. good <laughs> side of things, at Brandon Music, purchased four adult peak tickets. So now it looks like young Jordan will end up actually going uh, to Disneyland after all. Here's what happened when she found that's out the dope. news. Something. Somebody seen the video on Twitter, right? And guess what? What? They know you want to go to Disneyland, and they bought you four tickets to go. See? That's, yeah, how that's you turn, noise. That's how you turn lemons into lemonade right there. Drop one of Clues bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever sent that young girl to Disney World. Okay, Madam Miracle, you nice. can't stop nothing. Now, I have a story that actually now let's is talk not, about that tragedy, yeah. Yeah, this is a really tragic story. A 15-year-old was murdered. I know you saw the hashtag Justice for Junior that was trending all weekend. Lissandro Guzman Feliz, his attackers mistook him for somebody who was in a sex video posted online that featured a relative of one of his attackers, and he was dragged by his shirt out of a grocery store. This was in the Bronx, and his five attackers hacked at him with machetes and punched him over Mm-mm-mm. and over before they sped off in two cars. So... He tried to make it to the hospital, but he did pass away. Really tragic, difficult story to even have to talk about. A 15-year-old who was actually in a program trying to become a police officer. A good kid. It was a mistaken identity case. Now, the gang leader has since apologized for this brutal murder. Uh, And Cardi B donated $8,000 to the family 
And so far, he has a GoFundMe account, and that GoFundMe has raised $150,000 so far. I haven't watched the video. I won't watch the video. Uh, I've, I've heard the video described to me. So being that I've heard it described to me, why would I ever want to see such a thing? And this is another reason why if you're about to get jumped, uh, it's best to haul ass. You don't got nothing to prove. Okay, and I'm sure this young boy wasn't trying to prove anything. And, you know, also, why didn't they just jump him? Like, why they had to hit him with machetes and all yeah, kinds right. of stuff like that? Was it that serious? Like, it's five on one already. Y'all can clearly see this is a little right. kid. Why y'all had to hit him with machetes? He's never been in trouble before, yeah. ever. It's so sad. And, you know, it's, it's so sad. You know, my son is 14, and I had to watch the video because, of course, my son seen it, and, and he showed it to me and was like, this is crazy. This kid did nothing. He was a good kid. He just happened to go in the store, just the wrong place at the wrong time, and it took his life, you know, and condolences to, to his family and and I'm glad, you know, they, they tried to get 15000 like he said, for the GoFundMe, and they raised over 150000 There's something else we got to be able to do to help this family or, or, to, or to even try to stop this crime, you know? The, I, I don't even know well, what we can do, but it's, it's well, so sad. The, the, the crime is you know, done so already. Sad. The crime is done already. The, guy, he, the young man is dead, and five people are arrested. And I, it makes me wonder, like, did they, did they want to kill him? Or did they think that machete... Well, you hit somebody with machetes. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, they what wanted you would to kill think. Him. You would think that if you hit somebody with a machete, you're trying to kill them. But something in my mind tells me that they didn't really want to... They didn't want to kill the kid. I don't know. Five yeah, people like on a 15-year-old with machetes like, and punching and... And beating him up, including with machetes. This wasn't machetes; it was knives as well. It looked like one of the, one of them. I know you didn't see it, Sean. It looked like one of them went in his neck. Like they were trying to kill that young man. I don't. They were I, trying to kill that's, him. That's that's crazy to me. I don't get it. Which is sad. No mask on, no nothing. Just I nope. Don't know, whatever. Well, they all getting what they deserve, right. which will be forever in prison. All right. Well, that's your well, front, that's page, front news. page news. Now, when we come back, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. You told us a story earlier rumors. about Nipsey Hussle. Don't tell take us, it back tell us what now, with Nipsey Hussle, yeah. Listen, I don't know exactly what happened, but I do know I saw the video where Nipsey Hussle slapped someone, and it looks like that person, I don't know if he was a parking attendant or security or what, got physical with them first. He knocked a cone. It looked like Nipsey Hussle wanted to leave, and they wouldn't let him leave, so Nipsey Hussle's man grabbed the cone and moved the cone out the way, and dude knocked the cone out of his hand, and that's when Nipsey slapped him. Right. Now, from what I heard, the guy also called Nipsey sexy. See? See? Now, <laughs> Angela Yee is in here this morning telling us, that the young man said, yo, you sexy, cuz. You know what it do, boo? You look good in blue. You made a whole other thing up. I didn't say all that. You said, that's what you said this man said. I don't believe this story, Envy. And I want you to know that Angelie is sitting here looking at me, and she looks very hungover, so I don't know if she's just talking out her ass right now. Mm. <laughs> all right, said, so let's open up the phone lines. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Now, what would you do if a guy called you sexy? When That's shouldn't the question. you just say thank you? No, 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 no. You got to be more specific. What would you do if you're a man and another man okay. calls you? You should just sexy? say thank you. I think y'all need to bring this question. Okay, to we're going to open up. Okay. We're going to open up the phone line. Charlamagne, what would you do so if you're ask, sitting ask there at the, the BET Awards? Ask me the question. And somebody comes over and says, chocolate thunder, chocolate thighs. Uh, what do they call you? Uh, Godiva white chocolate. You really into this this morning. Get off hey, phone. sexy. I'm not talking to you. You just said, you just told me to ask you, and then I asked you, ask said, get off my phone. Me, ask me after the commercial, though. I don't want to talk to you no more. You just made All right, so we'll good. do it when we come back. You made everything sound so awkward. It's the, bre- it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Angela Yee told us this crazy story about Angel- Nipsey Hussle. Angel- I don't know if I believe her. Let the record show me and Angela Yee are here in L.A. Angela Yee is hungover mm-hmm. right now. 
I don't believe nothing that's coming out of her mouth. But these, this is what she said. Well, I heard that uh, Nipsey Hussle slapped somebody. Now, it wasn't just for this reason, but the person was very physical with them and actually called them sexy as well. So, <laughs> so what? So we so saw we're the asking, video. 800-585-1051. Go ahead, Charlamagne. First of all, I just want to salute Nipsey Hussle and drop on the clues bombs for Nipsey because Nipsey was in some slides and some socks and he perfectly executed a five-finger slap across the face. That is not the first time that he has had to slap somebody in slides. And I want to know the brand of the slides because one of the things that we always say is you don't want to wear slides out in the street because you, you might have to fight. Nipsey proved right. you can still fight in some slides. So I need to know the name brand of those slides. But question. Now, Sh- Charlemagne, yes. now let me ask you. Now you're walking down the street, right? Mm-hmm. A guy walks up to you and says, chocolate thighs, fake char- uh, Morris chestnut, you white chocolate, you. Why would he call me white sexy. chocolate, What sir? would you say back? Because you kind of, you, you, you bleached your skin a little bit. You're lighter than you were before, so I just Knock like it off. white chocolate. Um, so what would you say? I would I would tell him to stop uh, objectifying my body. That's what I would tell him to do. Stop objectifying my <laughs> body. Stop objectifying me. Um, you know, don't, I'm more don't, than just this sexiness. I am more. I am more than just my 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 sexiness. Uh, I would tell him, you know, this, this Me Too movement, Times Up movement is real, and um, that's it. Like, don't 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 be that way with me. Okay, that's what. Is I, there that, a way to disrespectfully call somebody sexy? Like, if is where it's not a compliment? Yeah, if you walk up to him like this dude probably did Nipsey. If what you're saying is true, and was like, yo, you sexy, cuz. Like, yo, you look good in blue, boo. You know what I'm saying? Like that would that would piss me off. You know? All right. What would you okay. do? Right. You walking around, ask me, I want you sagging me. your pants hey, the way that them. you do, wearing the same underwear that you've been wearing for the past eight years on the Breakfast Club, the red underwear with the, the, mm. the white elastic. Wow, the, this the is black, a little too black, specific. The black Charlie. elastic. I'm gonna need you to leave. This is kinky. Because he's a grown ass man that's always sagging his pants. So you walking around sagging your pants with your red underwear with your okay, black you elastic, looking? and somebody mm. calls you sexy. Mm. What would you say? A man, another man calls you sexy. How's he say it? Man, shut up, man. He's calling you sexy. <laughs> I would say thank you very much. Okay. My wife says the same. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think, I don't, I mean, everybody moves a little different. I don't think it warrants a slap. But, but I, again, I think it was I, more than just that. I think the whole situation of, you know, him being physical and trying to be disrespectful to him. I don't believe Angelique's story, first of all, but this is fun. This is fun Not fodder. This is fun fodder for the radio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll All hear right, from well, Nipsey later the on today lines. on whether or not this is true. <laughs> I don't think it's true. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, what up? This Vern. Vern. Vern, what up, man? What would you do if another man called you sexy, bro? First of all, Vern, are yo, you sexy? Yo, gay. If you tell me I'm sexy, I'm like, yo, you right. Oh, so Vern, you gay? Nah, I ain't gay, but I mean, you know. He could take a compliment. Oh, true, true. You bi curious? Not at all, not. What are you trying to earn, Vern? <laughs> I ain't trying to earn nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, he tell you that, you're like, I feel you keep it moving. True, true. But I feel like if it's a situation where somebody is already being disrespectful to you and they do that, they're trying to get you riled up. Nah, nah, his situation is totally different, totally different. But, right. I mean, I'm saying for me, you know what I mean, if I have to know nothing like that, I'll get I, I, I feel you, Vern. Vern wants to learn okay. how to drive stick shifts. I can hear his voice. Shut up. Hello. Hello, who's this? This is Rob from Jersey. Rob, what would you do if another man uh, called you sexy, bro? Honestly, off reaction, I'd have told him straight up, like, yo, I'm not with the Bakabati business, dog. And honestly, I'd have reacted just like Nipsey. I probably would have smacked him a couple times. On the ass. Nah, come on, Charlotte, man. You bugging, man. I don't know that way, man. Well, rule like that in the island, boy. What, what yo, island you, you from? Just can't, you, can't, you just can't slap people, though. But you can't just walk up to another man and tell him he's sexy, though. Come on. So it's okay for, because women, we do it all the time. I'm like, oh, you look really sexy in that. 
All right, but that's different. You give me a girl a compliment. It's ways of telling another man, like, all right, you know, you, I, you look all right, but you can't just say you sexy. I'm going to be honest. I think we need more of this. I think that if, if more men get treated the way women get treated, they'll stop objectifying women. Like, next time you see a man in some gray sweatpants and a white T-shirt, walk up on him and be like, ooh, you look sexy. Ooh. Ew, what was <laughs> what that? What kind of snort is that? Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What would you do if another man called you sexy? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne oh, the God. We are the man. Breakfast Club. Let now Yee told show. us the story about Nipsey Hussle. I don't know Let if I believe show. the story. I don't though. believe this story. I don't believe. You guys this story are making me not believe my own story. I think that you was drunk last night. I don't believe Nipsey told you that. Tell him what Nipsey said to you, Yee, allegedly. <laughs> well, allegedly. there was that video we saw of the slap. Yes. And it was more than just this, okay? But apparently, uh, he was being harassed. The guy was being physical with moving a cone and smacked a cone out of his security guard's hand. And apparently, he called Nipsey sexy as well. I don't believe the sexy part. You know, I saw the rest of the video. <laughs> that sounds crazy. And, 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 and from what I saw, when Nipsey slapped that dude, it was an instant reaction from the dude slapping the cone out of his man's hand. So it was more so you, you being disrespectful. And you need to respect me. I don't believe that this man looked at Nipsey and said, you sexy, cuz. Oh, you look good in blue, boo. I don't think that happened. Nobody said you look My good goodness. in blue, boo. What if you look You just made that up. What if you said, what if you said big <laughs> crip? <laughs> you, you can't say that on air, you ass. Let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is AT. Calling from Columbus, Ohio. What's good? What's up, AT? What's up, bro? Now, what what hey, would you do if a man hey, called you sexy, bro? Man... I gotta, I gotta pull that Nipsey and smack him, man, straight up, man. Why? I mean, Why not just say thanks? No, I'm never gonna say thanks. I mean, because then if I say thanks, what if he wanna <laughs> take it further? Then he might start flirting more. Well, and then you just be like, no, nah, I'm not interested. So, so, so women can uh, slap you. Women can slap you when you tell them they look sexy. I don't, nah, I don't you know, think I would we talk, slap somebody. We talk somebody about a gender-based thing, though, Charlemagne. It's gender-based. Mm. No, you're right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm playing white devil's advocate right now. Yeah, I get nah, it. nah. It's gender-based, man. It, it, it's not. I mean. It's, if I, I don't know, man. It's not cool, man. It's not cool, I mean, his man. whole situation was different because it was already a volatile situation. So that just, uh, it was already leading to a slap happening. I mean, let me say this. I read Charlemagne's book, and it made me think about things differently. So 18-year-old me would have uh -oh. straight slapped him. 38-year-old me may may not have slapped him right off top, but uh, slapped him, I mean, I was like 75% towards slapping at 38. Oh my uh, by the oh way, right. I, 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 I wrote a story in my book. Uh, it was one time I was leaving Times Square, and it was a group of gay men. And they were, you know, saying how sexy I was and commenting on my, my, my cheeks and saying how thick my cheeks were. Okay. And um, there's, there's nothing I could say other than thank you. And then when I acted like I didn't hear them, they got aggressive and was like, oh, you going to act like you don't hear us, Charlemagne? So they were sexually harassing you? Yes, they were. Okay. Okay. That's what that sounds like. All right. And I clutched my pearls and oh, kept it moving because I didn't want no problems, okay? All right. Hello, who's this? How you doing? You can call me Bridget. That's fine. Uh, so, Bridget, you <laughs> out with hey, your Bridget. man. You out with well, your man. Okay, okay, Bridget. If I'm out with my man and another man call him sexy and he slapped, you know, the mess out of the man, I can't get mad at him because he's a straight man and you got to set the example. However... I will play hey. devil's advocate and say there is a better way to handle yourself, especially when you're in the public eye as a celebrity. 
if you're just a regular civilian on the street and stuff happens, listen, it happens every day. But if you're a celebrity and you represent more than just walking around and you go into your house and to the store and to your car and to your job, you represent more than that when you have children and people of a younger generation looking up to you. So you have to set the example. So although I do agree with, listen, if I was a straight man and I was put in that position, I might have reacted maybe a little bit more harshly than he did. However, on the flip side of that, if I was a celebrity and a straight man, I would have taken that matter, sat back and said, you know what? This might not be the right situation to put myself in and not the, the correct example to set for other people. You know what I mean? Okay, I feel you on that. I mean, his his example is a little different, though, just because it was a lot more things happening than just being called sexy. Yeah, but you can't just go. <laughs> I'm not. I keep saying you can't just, just go can't slap people, people for saying things. You can't. But you cannot do that. You just I can't believe, slap somebody for calling. You, you I don't believe that. Nipsey Hussle is going to wake up this morning with a bunch of text messages because <laughs> Angela Yee got on the radio and said <laughs> that Nipsey Hussle smacked this dude. Cause this dude. Now, just to be clear, I did not want to get on the radio and say this. You guys made me. You said no, it on you the said air. It. How would we even know about it? You said I it. I told you guys before you we went me? on the air. No, you didn't. You told us on air. Mm-mm. Nipsey, for the record, I don't believe what Angela <laughs> is talking about. But this is great fodder for the radio. Okay, this is an amazing, amazing is. story. Who's your fodder? <laughs> All right. So, well, who's the moral? What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is you just can't go around uh, slapping people, and you can't can't also just go around calling people sexy either. But I do drop on the clues, moms for Nipsey Hussle. I respect that smack he laid on that parking attendant like yesterday, and the fact that he did it in slides and socks so effortlessly makes me definitely yeah. say that Victory Lap is the best rap album of the year, and it's not even close. <laughs> My goodness! All and right. I thought, you, I thought that already. I thought that already, but that slap confirmed it for me. Uh, yes, we'll tell you what right. show is coming back even after these sexual misconduct allegations. It turns out those allegations were found to be not credible. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, I'm broadcasting out of uh, Kissimmee, Florida. I'm out here for the kids' birthday. I know Yee and Charlamagne are in L.A. They were at the BET Awards over the weekend. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Roseanne. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now, Roseanne did an interview um, talking about ABC canceling the revival of the show, Roseanne. And she was on with her longtime friend, Rabbi, can't say his name right, Shmuley Botich. And uh, she says that she would never have wittingly called any black person a monkey. Check it out. I have black children in my family. I'm I'm a lot of things. I'm a loud mouth and all that stuff, but I'm not stupid, for God's sake. And I never would have wittingly called any black person a, say they are a monkey. I never would do that. And if people think that I did that, it just killed me. I didn't do that. And if they do think that, I am so sorry that I, you know, was so unclear and stupid. I'm very sorry. So she really broke down crying during this interview. F your mayonnaise flavored tears, Roseanne Mm -hmm. Barr. Okay, for, for for years, Roseanne has been the bar when it comes to racism and bigotry. So I can't stand when people put that racism and bigotry into the atmosphere and then when they get, get back the energy they put out, they want to cry and play the victim. No, you can't do that, Roseanne, you human jar of Hellman's mayonnaise. Right, and as you know, the show uh, 
I mean, the the Connor show is actually going to be coming to televisions without Roseanne, the spinoff show. So. I wonder. I don't know how I feel about that because I still feel like people are being rewarded. I don't feel like none of these people should be rewarded because they all knew what they were getting in bed with before they even started doing the Roseanne show. So I don't think that. But they, did they know? Yes, they knew, man. It's the first time Roseanne has even called a, a black person a monkey. Like, stop. Yes, they knew. I don't know if they should be getting rewarded for this. The only way this would work is if they if Roseanne gets killed off and her Muslim neighbors from next door come over to try to rescue her and save her. And as she's dying, she realizes, like, damn, out of all these people in this neighborhood, they're the only ones that tried to come save me. I think that would be dope. All right. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen. But, um, yes, I no. guess we only time will tell. Now, let's talk about the Catfish show. They have resumed production of that show after sexual misconduct allegations they said are not credible against Neve Schumann, who is the host. So MTV gave a statement. They said the independent investigator found the allegations made in the YouTube videos to be not credible and without merit. Given the results of the investigation, Catfish will resume filming. We take these matters very seriously and are committed to providing a safe working environment. Now, Neve did go on Twitter to celebrate. He said, appreciate the support from you and so many others. Excited to get back to work. I love this. Uh, you know, I worked for Viacom for like five years. My contract actually was just... Just, just was up last week. Uh, I'm with HBO now. But, you know, I, I like that because they actually investigated. They didn't do a knee-jerk reaction right. and fire Neve. They actually did an investigation. They found out the source was incredible, and they're keeping things moving. That's the way it's supposed to be. All right, and in They good should always news, do it like that. Yeah, they should. Now, in good news, Michael Rappaport um, stopped a guy who was trying to open the emergency door on an airplane mid-flight. So... Uh, Ted, Kenny, Ted Kenny from Fox Sports was tweeting about everything. He said he was on that flight from L.A. to Houston. He heard a commotion, and that's when, by the time he got there, it was Michael Rappaport arguing with a guy, and the guy was trying to, to open the door. Now, the man said he thought it was the bathroom door, and that's what happened. But fortunately, yeah, I... Michael Rappaport took him down. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think emergency doors can open mid-flight, though. Yeah, I think it would have to be uh, like an, I, it's an emergency door. I don't know if they can open yeah, can. in the air. Can. Yeah, only it was an emergency no, I, door. I so the can. point of the emergency door is if there's an emergency. That actually happened when I was you on a flight once. Right. Yeah, someone mm -hmm. opened the door a little bit, and even just a little tiny crack will just make all the oxygen masks come down and all of that. So mm. you can open the door. Okay. It might not open all the way, but even just cracking it any at any little bit could cause the plane to go well, down. Or drop one of the clues bombs from Michael Rappaport. You should have slapped him. You should have snuffed him. Now, they, they, now why, how can they allow anybody to sit at that seat and just open that door? Because think about it. That person can open that door and kill everybody on that plane. Well, they That's don't scary. Ask, they, they don't ask people if they're crazy. They just ask, are you willing and capable of opening this door <laughs> when you think it's an emergency? They don't ask you if you're out of your goddamn mind and if you feel like killing everybody on the plane today. Maybe they should up their, up their line of questioning. Yeah, I don't think it's easy <laughs> to open it, but yeah. I'd have snuffed them. All right, well... Knock I'm, him unconscious. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor Goodness report. Gracious. Call him sexy. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne! Yes. Sexy, who are you giving your donkey to? Um, four after the hour, we need to address those five savages <laughs> from the Bronx. Why are you laughing? Because I called you, you sexy, and you just kept it moving. Oh, because, I mean, I'm used to hearing my name. I know what I am. So, <laughs> uh, four after the hour, four after the hour, we will address those five savages from the Bronx that killed young Junior Feliz, okay? We'll talk about it for after the hour. Uh, that happens next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. And also, the Simmons will be joining us. Vanessa, JoJo, and Angela. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day.
Donkey of the day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Uh, yeah, it's the breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey of the day for Monday, June 25th goes to the five suspects who were taken into custody after killing 15-year-old Lissandro Jr. Guzman Feliz. Now, if you haven't heard, the young brother Jr. is deceased, and he was killed by these five savages, all because of a case of mistaken identity. Now, this video of him being killed has been circulating online all weekend. I refuse to watch it. Why would I? Okay, I have heard what's on it, so after someone tells you what's on it, why would you put that in your spirit now? Surveillance and cell phone videos show this pack of predators dragging Jr. out the store tossing him to the ground repeatedly, and stabbed him as they pulled him along the sidewalk. The young 15-year-old man tried to shield himself, and then he ran two blocks to St. Barnabas Hospital in the Bronx and collapsed and died right there on the Florida Hospital. Now, you know your Uncle Charlotte always tells you that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and Florida has been washing the Bronx when it comes to crazy lately. But boy, the BX, y'all took the cake with this one. Let's go to ABC7 Eyewitness News for the report. Justice for Junior, an arrest in the vicious murder of a teenager in the Bronx. A group of men dragged 15-year-old Lissandro Junior Guzman Feliz from a bodega nearly a week ago and stabbed him with machetes. One suspect has been charged with second-degree murder and gang assault. Investigators believe the killing was a case of mistaken identity. The teen was not the intended target. At least six people, they say, were involved in the attack. Police picking up persons of interest in Patterson, New Jersey, in the Bronx, and even in the Dominican Republic to lead them to this arrest. The suspect has been identified as 19-year-old Kevin Alvarez from the Bronx. Now, to add insult to injury, one of the top leaders in the gang sent a message to the family saying, I'm sorry, I know it doesn't mean a lot, it wasn't supposed to be him. Just, <laughs> it's like, yo, top gang leader, shut the F up forever. Okay, this story is disturbing on so many levels. Number one, it's a five-on-one. Why not just jump the kid? Why the machetes and the knives? I almost feel like I almost feel like you all didn't think that you could kill them with those weapons. I refuse to believe that a group of men would jump a 15-year-old kid and think that they have to bring knives and machetes to a fist fight. I think they bought these weapons, but in their mind, they said, you know what, we'll just cut them, scare them, let the streets know we're not playing. But instead, you hit a main artery on this young brother's neck and cause him to bleed to death. Not to mention, if you're going to go so far as to lynch someone in the street and butcher them the way you did this young man, don't you think maybe... Just maybe you should make sure you're attacking the right person. And the fact you so nonchalantly just told his family, my bad, as if you are a worker at a fast food restaurant and you got the order wrong and you think an apology and giving me what I actually ordered is going to fix that, hell nah. Keep your apology because that apology can't give me back what I want. And you know what I want? I want my son back. And that young man is dead. Junior is literally dead for nothing Zero, zilch, nada. By the way, even if you had actually attacked the person you wanted to and killed him, he would be dead for nothing, too. There's never a reason to do another human being the way you did that young man. And now Satan got a six for one because this poor brother Junior is deceased and five young men are going to prison for the rest of their lives because of one poor choice. Please give the five suspects who were taken into custody for killing Lissandro Jr. Guzman Feliz the biggest he huh? Uh-huh. Rest in peace to that young brother, man. Yes. Satan got a Absolutely. six for one. The devil so busy sad. out here in these streets. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, when we come back, we have the Simmons in the building. JoJo, Angela, and Vanessa. And we'll kick it with them when we come back. All right, sit and move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have the Simmons here. We have Angela, Jojo, and Vanessa. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? Good, doing good. Y'all don't get tired of being around each other professionally and personally all the time? I honestly don't get to see them enough. I was going to say, I feel like we're not around each other enough. So no, not Because I'm on the West Coast. They're we're annoying. East. Y'all always going through what y'all going through. So what? Jojo, don't act like you're not going through nothing either. But also, what I'm saying is they always got like, like I, I, I don't know, Um, we're here because we're promoting the, she, the show Growing mm-hmm. Up Hip Hop that comes on Thursdays every night and at 9 o'clock. And um, I'm always going to patch stuff up with these two. So it's like being around them sometimes for me is like, Oh, man. He told me the other day I couldn't talk about nothing. He was like, you're coming to hang out with me. You can't say nothing about... Nothing, because when they bring each other up, I tell myself, don't bring up Angela when I'm with you. I just don't bring up Vanessa when I'm with you. I get headaches hearing about, well, Angela did this, and then Vanessa did this. I get headaches. I had to quit house the other day. He really did. So when you mean say nothing, you mean don't tell me nothing that's going on between them. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know. Do you give good advice, though? He does. Patch it up. I'm Forever Young. Really <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing that on the show. It's like, when did you become the go-to guy for your sisters, man? Especially when it comes to, like, relationships. I became the go-to guy because of all the things that I've been through in life and all the criticism and, and stuff that, that, that's been happening to me that I think that I just learned a lot through mm-hmm. those times for me. So I just think that I have really good advice for people because I know what I've been through. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, just you know, navigating through life. And I think the morals that uh, our father taught us as mm-hmm. well, that, that sticks with us for the rest of our lives. It must be nice having all the little cousins playing together with each other. It is. It's amazing seeing them grow up together. Seriously. Mm -hmm. It's the cutest thing ever. So what challenges are y'all facing, Angela and Vanessa? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's life. A lot of things and relationships and... You know, you know. Sometimes siblings have friction, and you know we that's were trying to the, work together. Yeah, that's the least of my problems. Those relate like sibling problems. Yeah, y'all can check it out on on growing up hip hop though on well, Thursdays. There's a, there's a lot of little petty things bickering. going on. Well, yeah, let's talk about some of the little sibling issues that you guys have because <laughs> you guys used to be so much closer, like working on pastry together, having businesses together. And what I know you guys at me like that for? are trying to relaunch. You know, a business now. So, what, like, I'm so confused at what is causing y'all to have this friction with each other. It's not friction. I feel like it's just growing pains. I mean, I feel like in life, like, we start, I was like, what, 18 when we started that business? Mm-hmm. We both have grown a lot, you know what I mean? And we both have a lot of different things going on. So, maybe that causes somewhat of a friction because we don't have the same ideas. We don't want to do exactly the same things. Mm-hmm. Some of them are parallel, but then some of them are different things, you know? And then balancing is a lot, like both being mothers, being on opposite coasts. So, like a lot of times, we pass each other. Like you know, it doesn't doesn't really link up all the time. So, is this a separation thing, like a out of sight, out of mind sort of no, thing? No, because we talk like okay. all, the time. all the time, every week. We're talking to each other, texting each other, FaceTime each Watch other. Watch the show. The kids are FaceTiming. <laughs> so, like, we're still close in that sense. But I guess, I guess, the business part, which you'll see on. You know. Did pastry money change things between y'all? No. It changed them. It changed them. It changed them. It changed them, man. It got Hollywood, man. No. It a $50 million company. I mean, that's a lot of bread. It didn't change it. So you guys know. are going to start this business together, though? I don't know. See? We'll see. We're working it out. Now, your other sister, uh-huh. that was an issue on the show as well. Um, Angela. Darian. Yeah, you and Darian. Are you guys still not messing with each other like that? I mean, you just don't always see eye to eye with somebody. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like things are perfect, but sometimes you just need space, whether it be family and friends, and sometimes just discussing it with the per- discussing it with the person doesn't always 
help if you're not seeing eye to eye and you have to just allow that space and hopefully come back around. I don't like it, but, you know, it's just where it's at and there's nothing I can do about that. And you ever thought about putting hands on them? Shut up. I don't want to fight. Okay. Uh, no. That's your sister, though. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not about to fight. Handler be front. Handler's so gutter queens and she be acting I'm so not, like, I don't want to do this. I mean, I got this. queens in me. It'll She's come gutter. out if it needs to, but gutter, I'm not about to fight my sister. <laughs> like, not at all. Right, not I would right. just rather a little distance, breathing space, and when you're ready to have a grown-up conversation, we can come back around to discussing it. But other than that, I'm just going to back up. I don't want no negative energy around me. Well, Darian did take to social media, mm-hmm. actually, after you guys had your conversation. And she had some negative things to say about you. Right. Did you talk oh, to her nah, after you that? you put hands on it. Come on now. You're going to take the family fake. issues to social media? Yeah, but that's just her being upset and her talking out of anger and her being quick with her. I don't even know why she did it. You know what I mean? Like, it just wasn't a time or a place. And no matter how upset you're at, you are at somebody that's family, you don't do that. You don't go and paint a picture that you have in your head about somebody and put it out there like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't even respond to stuff like that because to me, it's like, it is what it is. Like, right. I'm going to talk to you directly and then that's it after that. I'm not even going to make a big deal about it. I was going to say, a lot of drama in your life also happens like during the course of doing this show. Was it hard for you to be able to have to talk about some of those things? Like- you know what? At first, because I was going through so much in that first like two years between a relationship, baby, engagement, all of this stuff, it was a lot. But I was trying to be as transparent as possible with keeping myself together. And now I'm in, like, a better space where I'm like, okay, I finally got it together. And I understand that what I went through only made me stronger. So I I like being open, you know, and I'm being as open as possible. And then you keep some stuff to yourself because you're not about to share every last detail that you got going on. But I do share it because I know there are other females and young women going through similar situations. So it's always good to know that it's not perfect on this side. You know what I mean? Like, everyone thinks that just because you have fame or you may have success that you just got everything, and that's not the case. Yeah, I saw you discussing the, the, the scrutiny from having a child out of wedlock, but I was like, do people, people care? Like, Yeah, people, they, they do. Were on you like, hey. Attacking me on my timeline. You, I mean, you had a kid out of wedlock, and it's like, yeah, I mean, like, obviously my goal was to wait. Remember we had that conversation, and they, they just, they always haunt me about that, that we had that that conversation. But, um, and then... <laughs> you know, did the conversation. They do, they do. But for me, it's like, it is what it is. It happened. I'm not perfect. I never said I was perfect. I was just discussing where I was at in my life at that point. And things change all the time, and so it changed, and that's for, what it was. Yeah, for all you guys, the added pressure having Reverend Run as your father. Oh, that's a whole different thing, yeah. yeah I, I never understood the thing about perfection, though. It's not like you were trying to be perfect. You were just I was being living honest. life. Yeah. yeah, you had a plan. It didn't Plans change, mm-hmm. and what? They still be mad, and it's like, I don't know why you mad. I'm chilling. You could be mad. You could sit there and talk crazy on my timeline. I don't care. Well, you always you... had Romeo, at least. <laughs> I want to get to that. What did you learn about? Uh, <laughs> what did you learn about making plans for your life? Like you had it all planned out. Like I'm gonna abstain from sex until I get married. Plans when, when... don't always work, and you can't. Like you could plan, 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 but God sometimes has another plan, or your actions are gonna, you know, have your plan change drastically. I think it's just about being open, doing your best living day to day mm-hmm. not living and planning too far out obviously with success you have to but like personally things change people mm-hmm. come in and out your life mm-hmm. people change and you just have to be willing to accept that and i've got to the point where i'm like okay you are who you are and i'm just gonna accept you for who you are and that's it you can't change people so that's kind of where i'm at with were that. you disappointed in yourself no mm-hmm. i think at first i was and you know i have a life coach and i've done counseling and i realized that i can't be mad at myself Because if you sit there and you harbor that, it only makes you sick. So it's like, okay, it happened. It's over. I freaking love and adore my son. He's amazing. And it's only made me a stronger person. So 
I'm not mad at myself. Well, why did you guys break up? There's many, 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 many reasons. I don't even want to fully get into that, but we... He was dipping his hand in other pastry jars? <laughs> could be that, could be other things. It just was enough to not be in the relationship anymore, and it just didn't make sense for me, and I want my son to grow up in a happy, positive environment. You know, it really affects them, especially at one. You know, you don't want them around anything that's going to make them grow up the way they shouldn't. So I'm just really sensitive to my child and the energy that's around him. Now, those headlines look crazy. I'd be like, okay, they're reaching. They'd be like, Angela Simmons is a single mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so is it like, <laughs> Yes, it's like dramatic. Like she's the first one to ever be a single yeah. mom, right? That's exactly what it means. But being. Vanessa like, had to go through that as well, first. even though you're still together. I still go through it. Mm -hmm. I still get hate on my timeline. But, I mean, what can you do besides live your life and do the best you can and keep it moving? They're not in my life every day, so at the end of the day, their comments really don't matter. Is it such a double standard? Because then you see, like, JoJo wasn't really... JoJo's a single dad. I mean, I'm not, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm with the, the mother of my child, and we've been together since the first time I did an interview here. I've been with the same, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, um, my whole thing is, it's like, I don't, I like you said, it's like double standard. They don't yeah. really come to me that much, but the women do be up like, put a ring on it. Like, anytime I'm like, oh, happy anniversary, bitch. Why you ain't been married? But it's so it's different, though, because you don't get the level of scrutiny. No, nah, nah, I don't get the scrutiny, though, but, you know, they get, Are you planning to get married? Of course. I mean, there's nothing really else for me to do. I know that's who I want to be with. I know that's the mother of my child, and, and I, I love the healthy home, and, and, and it's great for me. All right, we have more with the Simmons when we come back. Angela Simmons, JoJo Simmons, and Vanessa. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have the Simmons in the building, Angela, JoJo, and Vanessa Yee. Now, let's discuss you and Romeo. Because it seems discuss? like unanimously <laughs> people really want y'all to be together. I know. I don't know why. I mean, I, like, I've known him for quite some time, but, like, we're not It together. seems like you like him, though. Like He's cool. Like, I have nothing bad to say about Romeo. Like, he's a super cool person, smart, love his family, but, like, it's just, you know, it's not there. Like, Are you fronting on your soulmate, Angel? I'm not Everybody fronting on him. <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing. People on my thing, they telling me, marry him. I'm like, y'all don't got to marry him and live with him as me. Listen. <laughs> so you don't have chemistry, you think? It's probably natural chemistry. I won't, like, deny that, but I, you know, there's marriage a whole is lot a big... Of chemistry it's a between big, them. It's a Everything time they do. They get in a room I'm together. a brother, and I'm <laughs> telling you, there's a whole lot of chemistry between them. So that's the one you would want her to be with? I don't want her to be with nobody. <laughs> I, 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 I wonder <laughs> about myself. that. Yeah, I wonder about that. Like, like when they come to you with relationship advice, is it hard not to hate on the guy? Because you don't want nobody with your sister. It's, it's, I just try to take it as, if you're happy, I'm happy. But the thing with me is, they don't tell me anything. Mm -hmm. The guy could Purposely. go cheat or the guy could do something <laughs> crazy and JoJo finds out six months later. Mm. Well, JoJo, would you rather see it with Romeo or Yo Gotti if you had to pick? Um, Neither, honestly. <laughs> if you had to pick one. <laughs> I was but, say, check um, if I had to pick one, <laughs> uh, I love Gotti. And I don't want to sound like I'm not picking Gotti, but Romeo is a little safer, I think, right now. Gotti's kind of in the streets and I don't know what family should be. I don't know. I don't but know. If you and Yo Gotti did a song together, like, yo, I got... I love Gotti, though. Like, Gotti... <laughs> Gotti is cool and Romeo's cool and Bow Wow's cool. They all cool. Bow Wow. What do you got to do with Bow Wow? I think of Bow Wow for some reason. How are you okay with the fact that Bow Wow broke her heart over 20 times? 
That's, that's, interesting. A, that's a question for Angela, honestly. Georgia, you bought Bow Wow. Right. Right. Another one that bought Bow They Why said, who would I rather see you with? And I'm like, now I just start thinking about all the guys. I'm like, Romeo and Bow Wow. Why did you add that layer? You added an answer to the multiple choice I had to because we promote growing up hip hop and he's on the Atlanta one. Good one, Jojo. Did that shout out guy that gave you work? Did y'all go on a date or anything? No, I've seen him before. I see him around, but never been on a date. Watch the show. We've never... You went on a date on the show? Watch the show. It comes up. It comes up. I don't know what's going on. What other challenges have y'all faced growing up with the cameras rolling? I guess just having a normal teenage life. Like you said, you don't you don't get that anymore because mm-hmm. everyone's looking at you when you're in the club, when you're in the streets, wherever you're at, there's always somebody that's going to go back and tell, and especially because you're on TV. So I feel like, you know. And then everyone always forms their own, like, not even opinions, their own facts about you and, like, what we go through and, like, Think that everything is so perfect just because I do we've been on that. TV like we face challenges like everybody else every single day and honestly to get to our goals we might have to work a little bit harder because of where we come from people gonna expect more from us we got to be like unicorns when we walk into a room over like the average person walking in people want more so we actually have to work a little bit harder so that's a misconception people have about growing up hip-hop is that things are handed to us on a silver platter and that's not always the case yeah look to touch on that though you got to think about it you come from where we come from it's it's bigger shoes to fill now say you come from just normal and you could just go it out and just go do what you got to do and nobody's gonna be like you failed and your parents <laughs> is this so now you ain't good if you're just somebody that's just out here doing it's like Ah, oh, you're trying. That's right. that's what's up. You're trying, but when we're trying, it's prejudgment. And we're failing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Before you know where no I'm coming from? For that. Well, None. No room for that. From you, mistakes. You think it's because not only is your father run, but he's a reverend. You think it's because of that? That too? adds a nice that layer. And I also that think of, because of our uncle too. I think the, the whole family is just so successful, as in like our uncle and our father. So it's like it's so much to to, to live up to. It's like all right. Your father's Reverend Run, your uncle's Russell Simmons. What y'all got? What you got? What yeah. you got? What you got to show me? <laughs> what you bringing? In? Other what you things bringing they wanted you guys to discuss on the show that you felt like was too touchy, like even talking about Russell. That and was for sure. Host, did they want you guys to kind of discuss that on the show? I think a show wants you to discuss everything you got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to know everything. I mean, I feel like we do a good job at you know protecting what's what's personal because mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta have a little bit of protection. You can't just share everything. So, of course, there's always that, but I just, there's limits of what we will and won't talk about. When it comes to the Me Too movement, I, I always say I don't want to discredit the, the alleged victim and I don't want to discredit the alleged accuser either. So how did y'all handle that as women being that your, your uncle? The, the great Russell Simmons was accused. I think it's just stepping back. Like, you, the situation is going to be what it's going to be. We know our uncle. We love our uncle. We support our uncle. And we're not getting in between it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... Hands up, I'm not in between it. I don't know what's going on, and I love my uncle, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know what I mean? Growing up, business. I got stuff coming out from 91. I was one years old in 91. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's the, like, I like can check your grown riding, folks' business, you just stay you know out of saying? it. That's I'm stuff not that we're not involved Absolutely. in. You know what I'm saying? That's whatever's going on is going on, but that's, you already know. You know, there's a lot of that going on right now. It's hard to tell who's telling the truth. And, and I'm not just saying him, I'm saying just everybody that's been going, like in general, it's like mm-hmm. hard to tell if the woman's telling the truth or if she, maybe she's not, or maybe she felt, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's hard in this day and age right now with everybody just coming out like, well, this happened to me and this, it's like, it's hard. But well, Vanessa, Angela, have you guys had any experiences yourself personally with anything happening in this uh, business? I personally have not. I think people respect my dad and my uncle too much to ever even not try really. anything. If so. it was any under... Slide, like slick stuff then you just kind of I think I would have just like threw it over my head and not even realized you know what yeah. I mean because 
I'm not about letting nothing go down. And if it was to, like, if something was to happen, we would definitely speak up. Yeah, I've but never been disrespected. Wasn't anything too aggressive or blatant. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe that comment was slick, but I'm gonna let you slide with that and then keep it moving. You know what I mean? But nothing where I'm gonna be like, hey, but I'm gonna address it immediately. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to let years go by. I need to go to my dad, whoever, immediately and let them know what's going on. Because it's interesting. You do see a lot of powerful women coming out and telling their and it's stories honest. that you would never think. Yeah. It's honest and it's vulnerable and it's I, I respect it because there are a lot of other women who go through that. So the people who are being honest, there are other women who need to hear that so that they can speak mm-hmm. up. So I'm not, you know, I just kind of am a part of is it, is it hard not coming to the defense of your uncle, though? Like when you see certain things and you, they calling him a rapist and stuff like that. It's like, hard to see that kind of stuff. I scroll yeah. by but, it. Like I scroll by fast. I, I don't want to see that. Or, I don't yeah. want that kind of energy or vibe on my family. It's hard to see, but at the end of the vibe. day, like we support him wholeheartedly and, 100%. you know, like said, like there's some things that's just grown folks' business, and that is just one of them. I just don't want this to ruin his legacy of all he's done. And no, he hasn't and he's just done, done stuff so in hip hop. He's done philanthropy work, and he's got all laws time. passed, and he's done so much that y'all can't forget. Russell Simmons is Russell Simmons, so I just don't want people to forget because of these rumors or whatever's going on that who he is and what he's done for a lot of people. And the cases got dismissed, right? Yeah, there was yeah. one that got dismissed. But I've seen a couple. Nobody hears that. You know, what nobody I mean? cares about that because yeah. once it comes news, out that you did talk something, about. it's that's what's out and that's who you are. And that's why I said let's not ruin his legacy with something that's not. probably not even true. You know well, what no, I'm we can't discredit. We don't know what's true. You can't. Say you know what I'm saying? Hot. We don't know. Exactly. Yeah, and he's willing to lay on that saw because he told me once he was like, "Look, don't, don't, don't defend me about anything." He was like, "Cause I don't want to get in the way of this great movement that mm-hmm. women have going on." Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, that's." That's honorable. Big. Yeah, honorable. Definitely. Angela, what's your DMs looking like nowadays? I don't know. I try not to look into the ones that are not Nothing people good. I follow. I mean, I'm sure there's some things in there, but I just mind my business. There's a couple Shout rappers that been up here. Shout out to that guy, Blue Kimbo, that was to holla at you. He was telling Trust me, Vanessa. Oh, no. Blue what? from the oh, Monogamy. Oh, I seen him that day? Yeah. He's trying to holla at you? I don't know. He, he said there was a light mention about it. You post it. tasteful thirst traps on your Instagram. <laughs> tasteful thirst traps. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Jojo, you it. said. Jojo, you I said. Some, so, Jojo, dog. Nicki Minaj posted it one time. I swear to God, I'm, I'm scrolling. I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? 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 I'm like, what my girl, I'm like, yo, who's ours? Oh, Angela. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Nicki Minaj, come on. You know, I follow you. The repost of the video from Coach Yes, <laughs> with you in the water. Oh, my God, I was so mad. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you said that was because there was no face at first. There was no face. How long did it take you to realize it was her? Like two seconds, literally. I, she yeah. turned around. I recognize that. It was like, and then I read the caption, and I seen that I, when I was reading it while I was looking at it, and I seen her name, and I'm like, oh, Ah, oh, man. I'm so He's upset. Like, gross. I gotta take a shower. It's the worst. Gr- it's gross. Like, stop, stop doing that, man. I'm nah, minding nah, my man. business. Minding that? my page. And that's why you get all them DMs. All right, so growing up hip-hop, JoJo, when does it come on? Thursdays, 9 p.m., WeTV. Make how sure you see How many seasons it. has it been so far? It's four. That's four. great. I remember when y'all first started the show, we didn't know how it was going to go, and man, it's been... It's developed a lot. They mm-hmm. added me this so season. So awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you the EP, right, Andrew? Yeah, like, I developed it from scratch, mm-hmm. went, pitched it to We, like, yeah. came up with the whole concept, and it's developed a whole lot. Put your boo Romeo on. 
Get, get a nigga a job, you know get what I'm saying? Bow wow, off. I don't got niggas. Bow wow, bow wow. You look out for all your babies, Angela. Angela looks out for all her babies. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Next is growing up, Memphis. Ooh, girl, you got to get a show too. I'm not playing wow. with y'all. Wow, it's the Simmons clan, man. Jojo, yeah. Angela, Vanessa, yeah, yeah. thank y'all for coming. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate you having us. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Ava Duvernay. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Yes, Ava DuVernay is now the first black woman to direct a $100 million movie. That's right. A Wrinkle in Time has made more than $100 million domestically. That's the first time that's happened for a black woman. So congratulations to her. Now, Ava DuVernay took to Instagram to say that she may be the first, but not the last. More sisters to come. Thanks to all who came out to see and continue to catch Wrinkle in Time in theaters. We've passed the 100 million mark at domestic box office. Dropping the clues bombs for Queen Ava DuVernay. I love that woman. You hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ava gets busy. She is a, she's a real life Avenger. All right. Now, Stevie J from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta went on Twitter to say that he's ready for a wife. And then on Instagram uh, posted a picture of Nicki Minaj. Only problem is the picture is photoshopped. It's not really uh Is it Nicki the one D.L. Hughley put up? Where he said, if you want to get rid of all this fake stuff or something like that. No, it's not that picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, according to Nicki Minaj, that's not even really her. She said, those aren't my feet. Sorry, Stevie. All right, Joe Jackson has been hospitalized with terminal cancer, and the family is all going to his bedside. Uh, Catherine was at his bedside recently. They said he's been battling this for quite some time. All of his children and grandchildren have also made the trip to the hospital. They don't know how much time he has left, but he is 89 years old. He's had a variety of different illnesses in recent years. And we all know Joe Jackson for being the the one that really drove everybody in the Jackson family, but was also Pushed a little them. vicious. Mm-hmm. Well, drop on the clues bombs for Joe Jackson. 89 years old is a long life. So Janet Jackson also gave a speech at the 2018 Radio Disney Music Awards, and she got the Impact Award there. During that speech, she thanked her mom, Catherine, and then she also thanked her dad, Joe Jackson. Here's what she said. My mother nourished me with the most extravagant love imaginable. My father, my incredible father, drove me to be the best I can. I mean, Joe didn't really do anything but push him to be great, right? Uh, I don't know he about him to be that. Great. Yeah, he pushed him to be great. I don't know like, if it was abuse, though. It might have been yeah, a little abuse. I, I, out of all the movies we've seen, i never seen no, I didn't see what you would call abuse. He was just a strict disciplinarian, and he, he told him, if y'all wanted, if y'all want this, then this is what y'all got to do to get it. Right. And know. they got it. I mean, we we always yep. talk about Joe Jackson, and when you think about how hard he was on his kids, you know, people make jokes about that all the time. So I can't say how right. bad it was, but he didn't make Michael Jackson transform into a white woman. He ain't, okay. He didn't make Michael Jackson lay in the bed with them little boys and get them Jesus juice. Allegedly, not, I don't know what went on with their childhood. Mm. All right, now Little Wayne says the Carter Five release date is coming up. So for all of you Little Wayne fans, you might get a chance to hear the Carter Five soon. He said, just to let y'all know, I had a meeting today. It wasn't a long meeting, but just so you know, the meeting was about the release date of the Carter Effin Five. So he said that to the crowd, and everybody started cheering and going crazy. As you know, he did reach a settlement in his battle with cash money, and they said he re- reportedly received a payout around $10 million. Jesus Christ, at least Joe Jackson paid his sons. His sons got paid. God oh, damn, Birdman. Now, who did he have this meeting with? Did he have a meeting with Birdman or the label? I'm just curious. He Universal. didn't say. He just said he had off. a meeting. 
I'm sure Universal. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear. 800-585-1051. Now, Meek Mill released a joint yesterday. He actually performed it on the BET Awards. It's called Stay Woke, and we're going to get that on first. Meek Mill featuring Miguel, so don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.